We are I. Sonic culture. I know that this is, you know, I feel like specifically, you know, in in Canada, maybe North America, Sonic culture is, there's always been a following. There's always been people who've gone into Sonic. I think that we all know that, you know, you've gone to a rec center, you've gone to a gym, you know, you've gone to somebody's house. Like saunas have always existed, but Oddly enough, like it, it doesn't seem like as a child, like anybody really explains to you like why you should be sitting in a sauna. And I think a big part of that is over here. We just don't really know or understand, but because everything is so heavily regulated, that looks obscure that, you know, children would be discouraged from sitting in a sauna, which the irony of that is when it's hot outside in the summertime, you know, kids aren't discouraged from going outside and playing it. We actually do the opposite of being like, it's a beautiful day outside. Go outside and play, kick the soccer ball around, you know, like grab your buddies and go for a bike ride. You know, but you wouldn't encourage somebody to sit in a sauna because we just, we don't understand. You know, and when it comes to sauna culture in, in Canada, and I guess the, the saunas that I've seen is that it was really only <clears throat> something for the rich. People who had money, people who were wealthy, people like that had saunas. And, you know, I I believe that you could probably agree that it was only once you had a certain kind of house, certain square footage of house that you'd have a sauna. And our public saunas were really only, again, like at rec centers, pools, you know, that kind of stuff, because it seemed just kind of standard that there would be a sauna there, which didn't really seem to make sense. You know, because nobody ever talks about it. it's this weird box, this this dark, hot box that you see people walk in and out of every once in a while, and they're not in there for a long time. And, you know, like, what are they really doing? Except for there's a draw. There's a natural draw to this, this you know, not very, not very good lit box. Like, it's, you know, darker for a purpose, you know, subtly backlit so you can navigate yourself around without sitting on the on the heaters or something or falling into them tries to create that nice tranquil environment, you know, but again, like nobody ever talks about, you don't go to the sauna. There's not a a list of benefits of sitting in the sauna when you go to a, a pool, but there is a list of rules, but there's no list of benefits beside it. You know, like why, why is it like that? You know, and I, I look at this in contrast to going to places in the Netherlands, you know, going to places like Sweden where there's more public saunas in Sweden than there is almost in the entire rest of, I would, I wish I could remember what the statistic was. There's almost like one sauna for every family in the entire country. There's so many public saunas. Like it's a wild stat. You know, when you see pictures of all these saunas, it's a following, it's a community, it's a place where people go, they're, they're packed shoulder to shoulder, hip to hip, knee to knee. And after going to this public sauna, you know, after only sitting in private saunas, it's shocking to me. It's absolutely shocking. 
you know, where people are just packed, standing room only, literally people crouching down on the floor, just waiting for a spot on, you know, the first or second tier, you know, you know that the people closest to the heater are the ones that are probably going to leave first. You know, it gets so loud in there that you can't even have a conversation really with somebody sitting beside you because you have 20, 25 people who are all competing to talk. Most of them guys, you know, ready and willing to talk over each other. You know, but as much as this isn't peaceful or tranquil or relaxing, you have this culture behind it. You know, and then specifically last night as I'm sitting in a sauna with one of my buddies, I, I see out the door, this glass door, this little window into, you know, the rest of the pool. And I see two of my buddies come walking up. I'm like, holy shit. So they come walking in and I'm like, man, I didn't know you guys came here. And they're like, yeah, well, you know, we only really come here in the sauna just or come here in the evenings just to sit in the sauna. I'm like, shit. So I'm like, I didn't even know that they regularly went or that would take that kind of time out of their day that that's. What they would do, you know, is to carve out a couple hours in the evening to go sit in the sauna for a few 20-minute stints with a pool break in between to be able to cool down. But I'm like, that's cool. Like, this is this is what I like. The people that are in my life, I can see that, you know, they're prioritizing something. They've taken knowledge. They've taken understanding because they're sitting there. They're taking that time out and realizing that there's a lot of benefit to sitting in the sauna. They're not there to work out. They're not there for anything. They're just, they're solely just tested in the sauna. And I love the sauna in that kind of way too. So then it becomes this social place where I can go and hang out and I'm going to just naturally run into my buddies, which ironically, I would more likely run into somebody I know sitting in a sauna than I would sitting in a pub. You know, because that's just not an environment that I would regularly go. Like, I can't even remember the last time I, I went to a pub for a drink. That's just not something I do. It's not something I spend my time doing. But I do spend a lot of my time in gyms and in saunas. And this is where I run into the people that I know. So not only is it this great social environment where you can go and you can meet your friends and meet new friends and people who are like-minded around you, but it's this culture that's brewing in Canada, you know, or is it just that I'm getting to an age where for some reason we gravitate towards the sauna naturally? You know, and I know a lot of this has to do with all the research that's coming up by, you know, Dr. Rhonda Patrick and, you know, a lot of people that she surrounds herself with because she's heavily invested in the sauna. You know, like there's people like Joe Rogan who are talking to these people, you know, there's, um, you know, podcasts like Dr. Andrew Huberman, you know, he's talking about it, you know, like Lex Friedman, he's talking about it, Dr. Jordan Peterson, he's talking about it. And they're talking to all these leading researchers and doctors who are explaining the benefits of sitting in the sauna, something that, you know, people have been doing for, you know, literally tens of thousands of years, because it's not just Nordic people who are sitting in saunas. You know, you look at First Nations sweat lodges, you know, they, they've been going in there to be able to not cleanse themselves in a, in a way except for spiritually. And that's what sweat lodges were, is a way to be able to spiritually cleanse yourself. You know, talk about how you're feeling in, in an environment that's completely pitch black, that, you know, you learn those things about people in there and they stay in there. And, you know, you can't see them. 
you know, you can feel their energy, you can hear their words, and you can all struggle and suffer together. You know, it's tough. The one thing that I found very interesting about sweat lodges when you're sitting in them, because I've been in them multiple times, is it's encouraged to be able to let out the discomfort vocally if you need to. You know, and that's one thing that we don't see in sometimes here where, except for, you know, you can start to see people rock back and forth, you know, people's voices, you can hear it in it, you know, the, the stress and the anxiety of just trying to push through a few more minutes, their speech speeds up, it gets a little bit louder, you know, they start shifting around quite a bit more, you know, but it's not really expressed in just a rudimentary grunt or groan, moan about how much discomfort that you were in. You know, but I see the benefit in that too, just letting out all that raw emotion and not keeping it bottled up. You know, and there's lots of other cultures in the world that have been in these extremely hot environments to be able to, you know, get to that point of hallucination, get to that point of cleansing, you know, getting to that point of resetting the body because you feel fantastic. And so one thing I say to people, I'm, I'm more addicted to going into the sauna now than I am pretty much anything else in my life. And I understand and I recognize the science behind it and the, the benefit of sitting in the sauna and doing 20, 30 minute stints in the sauna at least three or four times a week and the great physiological effects that's going to have on my body later on, something that I can't tangibly you know, calculate and look at and have a metric or a number saying that this is getting better by me sitting in here, but I believe the science. And I believe the community and I believe the, you know, the conversation that you get in. And this is one thing that Pete and I get into in the morning is just the conversations when you are struggling, when you are just mentally and emotionally struggling sitting in this heat and you've broken down those barriers and you were sitting there talking to another human being, you, you let out a lot that you normally wouldn't because your defenses are down. So I see the immense amount of emotional intelligence that you can gain and the emotional vulnerability that you're willing to be able to expose by sitting in a sauna or sauna. I know I always say it wrong. But sauna culture is real and sauna culture is rich. And I I enjoy seeing people, you know, get on the bandwagon of something that is healthy instead of, you know, at 9 o'clock at night. You know, a lot of those people could be pounding back some drinks. Because it's that stereotypical demographic that you would think they'd be doing that. But you actually see these people doing something healthy for their mind, their heart, and their soul, their body. So I applaud sauna culture. I'm glad that I'm a part of sauna culture. And I'm, I'm really happy to see it growing as annoying as it is to have 20, 25 people sitting in a sauna being so loud that you can't talk to the person beside you. I actually really enjoy it. So... My hat's off to sauna culture, and if you're not, it's something that you should at least dabble in because you are more likely than not going to become connected to it in a way that you never thought that you would be. 